0: Welcome to another edition of Revealing the Diamond. I'm your host, Tiago Prem, and this is the beginning of a new season, the fifth season uh, or fifth installment of Revealing the Diamond. And if you've been listening to season number four, you know that we've been in Mexico. Uh, We did a whole exploration in the Sermon on the Mount and the teachings of Jesus and how they relate to uh, yoga, and it's been really interesting to hear the feedback from different people, where they've been like, "I was really resistant at first um, because I had this religious upbringing, or the, you know, the amount of harm that the church has caused, and so I didn't want to listen." And I just want to give a big uh, thank you to those of you who had the um, trust in me to know that, you know, I I, I wasn't looking to amplify uh the pain and suffering caused by the church and i was willing to acknowledge that there's been so much of it the purpose of that series which i think is very beneficial is to say it's the essence of what's being shared there is still relevant today and it, i think it needs to be a part of the conversation in uh an, an effective holistic integrated yoga practice and taking yoga off the mat and into the world I think that it's uh, especially especially the sermon on the mount if not the whole um you know new testament gospels like Matthew Mark Luke and John um you know there's so much wisdom in there and uh you know as a yogi like i'm really interested in applying uh tapas swadhyaya ishvara pranidhana kriya yoga to all aspects of my life so a disciplined practice which would mean like reading those scriptures i just read the bible from cover to cover so that was a uh it was a form of tapas it required discipline to study swadhyaya and uh, surrender to god now that does not necessarily mean the way that religious institutions have said this is how god is and you could say the same thing about yoga and the you know the brahmin caste and and how you know women had been shut out and you know, like this is in all traditions and that doesn't mean that the wisdom that is there is irrelevant because what happened on the surface was flawed because what happens on the surface is flawed and yoga teaches us that and so i really wanted to explore uh, especially after the healing I experienced in Costa Rica, I really wanted to explore, um, y- you know, the, the heart of the particular tradition that played a role in my healing. And, and when I say that, what I'm really referring to is the bhakti of uh, worship music from the uh, Christian tradition. It really helped me get back uh, on my feet, as did uh, pranayama as did listening to the words of guru nanak and uh, japji Saib that uh, that helped and also practicing yoga so if you haven't listened to those please go back and listen to them if you have listened to them thank you ever, everyone for your feedback the 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 general uh, feedback i've received from people were i was worried i'm glad i listened it was worth it that's been the general feedback so uh, if you have anything to share please get at me you can write me at Tiagaprem at tiagaprem.com uh, or you can you know all the usual spots the uh, Instagram and that kind of thing but before we dive deep into it, I just want to take a moment and thank our sponsors so let's uh, let's do that First of all, I want to thank Minds Die. Thank you, Minds Die, for everything you do for the show. I really appreciate you. Minds Die makes custom dyed fabrics. She does beautiful work. You can check her out on Instagram, on Instagram, or go to her uh, Etsy store, Mind like M-I-N-D Die like to dye fabric D-Y-E Minds Die, the dye of the mind. <laughs> uh, you can check it out there. She is incredible, and uh, I really appreciate everything she's done for the show. Also, want to thank all previous sponsors for your contributions like Seed Apparel. Seed makes amazing pants, uh, hemp pants. Check them out. I've been rocking them all over the place down here in Central America and Mexico. So thank you, Seed, for your contributions to the show Um, and also Shakti Jewelry. want to give a shout out to Shakti Jewelry. If you would like to become a sponsor of Revealing the Diamond, please just let me know. You know, whatever I can do, to spread the word about uh, conscious brands and um, you know what we can work together uh, to make the world a better place, uh, I would love to hear from you. All you have to do is email me at tiagaprem at tiagaprem.com. So season five wow amazing season four was such an interesting journey um because what happened is if you haven't listened to the cole's notes is uh, with everything you know closing of dharma temple walking away from kundalini yoga uh deciding to cut my hair not knowing where i stand in relationship to yoga practice having a hard time teaching sharing a bit in recovery and then even pulling back from that just feeling really confused <laughs> for about two years the passing of friends etc I decided when our family left Canada to, to have a fresh start um, to get back into practice that I was gonna you know eat, eat fruit and get back into the Dharma yoga practices that were really meaningful to me and do some study and you know get a get lighter and stronger in my body that kind of thing um, my plan did not go as planned we were in Costa Rica for maybe 10 days or something like that maybe two weeks. And then I got really sick. And when I was really sick, uh, it was intense. I lost a lot of weight. I wasn't sure if I was going to recover. Uh, The heat of the jungle intensified all of that. It was a death experience for me. Um, It was definitely a spiritual upload in the long run, but I couldn't see it at the time. So I did practice a bit and then I was really ill. Um, Eventually I did recover from the illness. We went overland to Panama and then uh, after Panama decided to come to Mexico. And when we got to Mexico, we had some challenges uh, around a house. I haven't shared this with you, but uh, we moved into this house with the intention to bring students down to Mexico to practice. And the, the house, oh man, what a challenge it was. The owner of the house turned out to be uh, not a very honest person. And we, we had a lot of struggles there. It took a lot of our mental energy and uh, we learned a lot. Uh, about ourselves and about other people and about trust. Um, but long story short, we let the house go. And uh, we're, we're now living in a much better place. And we're living, um, it's small. I mean, we went from a house with four bedrooms to a one-bedroom house with our, our th- per, three-person family. So it's been a big shift, but uh, it's worth it. And we are still uh, currently in, in Mexico in the province of Nayarit. And uh, um, I, I did finally, you know, over the past couple of months, really drop into that practice uh, that I r- wanted to reconnect with um, when, we, when we came down here. And I just want to give a shout out to a guy named Mark Hanuman. Um, Mark is a rocket yoga teacher. I met him down here. He has a background in Shivananda yoga. Uh, he does kirtan. Um, he's really into the spiritual aspects of yoga but also teaches uh, the physical practice of uh, rocket yoga. And I've just been practicing with him um, three to four times a week, and then teaching uh, six times a week. So it's been amazing. And sharing the Dharma Yoga, getting back into, you know, my back to my roots, back to sharing. I'm My body's going to places it hasn't been in a long time. Um, I'm just about finished a transcreation of the Yoga Sutras. Going to start on Bhagavad Gita, and actually, this season five, I really want to dive into Bhagavad Gita, so we have that to look forward to. Um, so we did the Jesus thing in season four, and now we're going to do the Krishna thing in season five. It's going to be great. Um, but coming back to teaching has been amazing, and and this is really difficult to put into words because it hasn't. It's not. When you have a spiritual awakening, you know, no matter how eloquent your words are, you're not really going to do it full justice when you describe what that, you know, awakening has been like. And so I'll do my best. And and so but but before I do that, I just want to I just want to break down a little bit about how the podcast is going to go forward, because as you heard in the previous episodes, I was doing two podcasts a week during all of this. And then also processing this stuff with the house and, and teaching a lot. And then uh, I didn't really know that season four was gonna come to a close, but we finished the study of the Sermon on the Mount. And I was like, you know what, that's complete. And I took a little bit of space while we dealt with the, um, the house issue and moved house. It was it took a lot of energy. I'm telling you all, it was, it was an intense time. Um, but we we got through, and so it just seemed like a natural uh, progression to go. Okay, well now I guess we're in season five. So here we are in season five, and I've just been watching the analytics of the podcast, and I noticed that a lot of people are um, just simply listening to the podcast. They're not watching it. Um, you know, the YouTube numbers are are not our biggest. You know, uh, way of connecting with folks. And then I did upgrade recently on Spotify so that I could connect by having the video there. But it seems like most of y'all are listening in audio format, and I get that. I do both. Some of my favorite podcasts, I watch the video, um, but you know it's great to be able to just listen to the audio while you're like washing dishes, going for a walk, driving in your car, that kind of thing. So I am going to focus primarily on the audio side of the podcast. Um, and I am going to continue, uh, putting the podcasts out on, um, either Fridays or Sundays. I'm. I'm not sure, but I'm not going to do two a week. How's that for how's that for a loose commitment? Uh, definitely one episode a week. It's either going to come out on Friday or Sunday. I think as we go with the with the season five, that'll come clear. But if you're missing the video podcast and you're like, I really want the video podcast, the best thing to do is write me a message either on Instagram. Uh, or send me an email, tiagaprem at tiagaprem.com and say, hey, can you do the video? And I will get back to video. It's not the end of video. Um, we might even do some interviews over the summer again, and that will do. Uh, we'll bring some video to it. But uh, for now, the audio seems to be what's serving y'all. And, it, and to be honest, it makes it really easy for me. If y'all just want to listen, then let's just do the listen thing. Um, treat it as a radio show you know I I enjoy that it's easier it's less editing and and that kind of thing so that's what we're going to do in season five just wanted to give you a heads up and then from there um, let me tell you uh, a bit about my experiences so this episode one is just going to be an update Um, and then it's I'm going to at the end of the show I'm going to tell you all about how you can connect with me going forward in person because there's lots of exciting things happening this summer. And then we'll close this episode. And then in our second episode of season five, um, we'll get into uh more uh swadhyaya, more, more spiritual study. Okay. So that's kind of how we're gonna do it. So now let's loop back into um so we moved house. I've been doing the Dharma Yoga. I, my practice is change, Like wow, I'm accessing places I haven't been in a long time. Uh, leg behind the head, deep back bends, feet on top of the head, and I've been following this guy, Mark Roberts, who's a Ashtanga yoga teacher, and he had a baby, and he I think kind of went away from some of the Ashtanga yoga, and then as a father, he's going back to the practice, and and a little bit older than you know, like me, you know, not in his twenties like when I was doing the deeper asanas um, and just talking about his return. And it was it's been really inspiring because I feel that way. I feel like I'm going through this return to uh, my practice. And it's been incredible because uh, as I was saying uh, before, it's hard to put it into words. um, But I'm doing this practice that I know very well. I know it intellectually. I know it spiritually. I know it physically like it's a part of who I am but I'm experiencing it with, you know, like more, I don't know how to say this because it's not so much about a hierarchy of more, but let's say a fuller a fuller wisdom experience, a fuller devotional experience, and a fuller receptive experience when it comes to the meditative quality of a challenging physical practice. Does that make sense? So, It's been really amazing. And that's coming through in the way that I teach and connect with students. It's been wonderful. Um, I've been able to reconnect with my uh, guru, Dharma. Uh, So for those of you who don't know, I um, took an initiation with a yoga master named Sri Dharma Mitra. And when I started doing Kundalini Yoga, I pulled away from him. He knew that I was going to do that. Uh, We discussed it. And he kind of gave me the do your thing and now i've come back and it's been amazing to come home like the prodigal son uh, in the bible just to retouch on our biblical studies it's been really incredible um and you know now i'm you know fasting a little more practicing a little more deeper asanas doing a study of yogic texts Uh, i finished reading the bible which was amazing really inspiring um i recommend if you haven't done it to do it if you want some help on how to do that without getting triggered on every page <laughs> uh, i can help you out with that because ultimately you know what happens with something like the bible is we've we've been taught it's like this book of rules that's ineffable written by god and it's just that's not it's not really how it's meant to be studied nor how nor is it how it was written okay So, you know, if we want to learn about, like, people uh, do things like, oh, what does the Bible say about climate change? And then they base some, you know, verses so that they can, (coughs) excuse me, use that as uh, a means to excuse their actions. Um, That's not why why it was written and what it's for. Um, we, the Bible doesn't address climate change. And the reason it doesn't address climate change is because that's an issue for today. And we could look at what's written there and how it was experienced. And, and then by knowing the scriptures, how could we uh, show up for the problems of today with more compassion and clarity? Um, and, and ultimately, you know, what happens in the Bible is, is that over and over and over again, people forget that the message is about uh, loving God and loving your neighbor. That's and then they forget, and then they go through hard times because they forget, and then they remember to love, and it happens over and over, and that's essentially what the Bible is doing. It's going, you know, and Jesus said that too. We covered that in the Sermon on the Mount, but it's going like there is a part of us that is um, connected to Creator, and it's in everything. It's one being all together, and. The way that you know we can really acknowledge that and and live in that way is to see um god in all and god is love so to look for love in all and to practice love for all and when we forget we go through difficult times that's essentially what's in there and then there's all these rules about the you know how how could you do that based on the uh, more primitive uh, civilization and things have changed so much since then but if we can get beneath the surface and learn from our mistakes and and recognize that it's all about love the whole time, um, I think there's something to be said about learning from our mistakes. But not, not taking things so uh, literally, but taking it more as literature and by looking at the literature, seeing ourselves. Just like when you watch a movie. You see a movie that's inspiring. You see yourself in the movie. Um, you know whether you say you see yourself in a, a film about vikings it doesn't mean that you're going to start wearing fur by a sword and ride a horse around that's not how it works you see yourself in the character and hopefully in seeing yourself in the the character you're inspired to uh, you know be more of your full self be the hero in the journey etc but it doesn't need <laughs> need to be taken so literally does that make sense so I think that's important, and if you feel called to look at that, then uh, let me know, because I think it's beneficial, and next we're going to get into Bhagavad Gita, and I've just been really deep in study in the Gita since I finished the Bible, and wow, the Gita is wow. Like, you know, if you love the Gita, let me know how much you love the Gita, and uh, there's so many different tools that I'd be happy to share with you um, about the Gita, But, but anyhow, teaching has been amazing. Practicing has been amazing. It feels great to be home. I was able to be online for my teacher's 83rd birthday. And I know I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And I know that everything I went through with Kundalini Yoga, what happened with Kundalini Yoga is I I learned how to be steady in my recovery. And, you know, I've been sober for many years now. And it's so great. And when I was doing the deep, deep asana practices in Dharma Yoga, I was still drinking. And so now I'm doing this practice that like really opened my body in an incredible way and made me feel strong and healthy, but I've never done it sober. Like I, you know, I was sober in the day. It's not like I was drunk every time I did yoga, but the effects of alcohol on my body and alcoholism on my body, those were still happening for me and recreational drug use and that kind of thing. And now, you know, with the fasting, with the cold water exposure, um, with the devotional elements that I receive from the Sikh tradition, with the quality of meditation that I receive from a steady sadhana that I did with kundalini yoga, and then releasing um, most of the practices, you know, aside from like some simple spinal exercises to, to prepare to sit in lotus in the morning. But for the most part, um, what I'm doing now is what I learned from dharma, and I have never done that uh booze and drug free and it's incredible the results are incredible the the way that i'm teaching is incredible and i'm really excited to share and the community that i've been sharing with here has been uh, uh, amazing and i'm thankful to the rocket as well because i'm wow i'm getting strong i mean i feel stronger and more flexible than than i've ever been in my life and yeah i was able to do more postures when i was younger and doing the dharma yoga Uh, But doing the postures with the amount of awareness that I'm doing now, there's no way. I I was like pushing to get somewhere. And now, as Dharma said, I'm really being receptive to the grace of God and the postures. And then as my body opens, you know, through my consistent practice, it's been amazing. The results have been amazing. And so much has come out of that. And that's what I want to talk about today. So there are three primary areas of focus. And if you're on my newsletter, you've heard about this already. If you're not on my newsletter, get on my newsletter, go to tiagaprem.com, get on the newsletter, and you can hear about what, what we're doing going forward. But this is an important episode because I am going to lay out what, you know, what the summer and the fall looks like. So the first thing before I, before I share those first three pillars, the first thing is we're going to come back to Canada at the end of june now i don't know for how long it might just be till the fall and then we come back to mexico i can't answer that but i can say we're going to be around in the summer so that's exciting and i'm i'm stoked to see some of you um wherever you are whether you're on the coast or in alberta that's primarily where we'll be also the okanagan um so look forward to that um because i sure am Um, And I love Mexico and I know that I'm coming back here and I want you to come with me and we can get into that, but there's work to be done. This, This deep practice that I've been doing, deep sadhana, reconnecting with Dharma yoga, reconnecting with asanas, reconnecting with the study of yoga philosophy, which is my passion in life. Um, and has been all along in whatever form that showed up, whether it was kundalini yoga, dharma yoga, ashtanga yoga, jiva mukti yoga, the academic of study of yoga in university, la-di-da-di-da. It's always been about yoga for me and always will be. I am a yogi, and I love yoga, and if it wasn't for yoga, I wouldn't be sober. I wouldn't be the father I am today. um, I wouldn't have been of much benefit to society as a whole, were it not for yoga, yoga means everything to me. So, all right, so we're coming home end of June. Three areas of focus that you can look forward to, and you can find out more about these on my website at tiagoprem.com. Uh, the first is I was doing something called True Seekers Recovery, and there's some kind of like conspiracy group called True Seekers, and there was some crossover there, and I had to take a pause from the from the recovery work. Uh, because I was having a hard time in my life and I needed to just pull back from the group and assess what I want to do. I moved out of the country. I traveled and in the process realized uh, doing the recovery work is important. And so we're going to get back to meetings. The meetings are going to be online. Um, That way, wherever I am, you can access them. Maybe we can do something in person when I'm home in Vancouver. I don't know. But let's get back to the recovery meetings online. If If you are like, yes, 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 uh, just send me a note to, you know, confirm that you wanted to get back to the recovery meetings, but we're going to start in June and we're going to do Tuesday nights, um, I believe 6 p.m. Pacific. Uh, I should know by next episode for sure. But watch my social media, watch online, it'll be there. But we're going to shift the name. And those of you who've done recovery work with me, you know I keep talking about the inner knower. It's all about the inner knower. The inner knower in me has always known that alcohol wasn't for me from the time I started drinking when I was 13 years old. Uh, inner knower, like self-realization, yoga, it's always the inner knower. You hear me say that recovery and spirituality of spiritual life, these are synonymous terms. Um, it's about a connection to the inner knower. So I think it should be called inner knower recovery, not true seekers, because people get confused in all of the shenanigans of legacy media and what's happening in our world today. And I just I don't want it to be divisive at all. Like, you know, whatever, wherever you stand and what's happening in the world today, you deserve. Uh, to be free from the bondage uh, uh, that comes from the suffering with addiction to whatever your addictions might be. And that doesn't just mean drugs and alcohol. Addiction is any repeated behavior that produces negative results. Recovery is creating new patterns so that you're no longer engaging that behavior. Um, And to me, the most effective of all the practices that I've done, from AA to 12 steps to you name it, uh, the most effective thing I've had in my life that worked for recovery is a consistent spiritual practice or sadhana. And and what keeps me coming back is a relationship with myself, a relationship to the inner knower, a relationship to God. So inner knower recovery is going to start again in June. Uh, we're going to do online meetings and potentially, you know, potentially a retreat or something like that. And if you need one-on-one support in your recovery, I love doing that work. Get at me tiagaprem at tiagaprem.com and we can work together so inner knower recovery coming down the the pipe that's pillar number one of tiagaprem.com and the work that i do going forward announcing it here on season five of of revealing the diamond number two dharma yoga okay i'm back teaching dharma yoga it feels amazing and i'm reconnecting with people that i've been uh sat in the the seat of the teacher in their life Introduced them to dharma yoga um, and then they've gone on to become these incredible teachers, like Cena from Dharma Temple, uh, Steve Fazari, Patty Sito, um, uh, Krishna Nalt uh, is another one, and there's there's many other uh, people also connecting with Yoshio Hamza and uh, our good friend Yancy Scott Schwartz and Rebecca Kovacs in Costa Rica. I've really been supported by the Dharma Yoga community. Um, globally to get back to teaching. And I'm so thankful for that. And I'm so thankful to be back teaching. And um, as a result, we are going to offer a Dharma Yoga 200 hour teacher training on Salt Spring Island. Now I know I've been resistant to doing the Yoga Alliance thing. And, and I've always been like, no, if you're a yogi, you find a teacher, you study with them. And, and it's not so much about the Yoga Alliance. It's about honoring this lineage that's helped me so much teaching what's helped me so much and providing a a space and platform for other people to share this incredible practice, to honor my teacher, and to do it with people who have committed their lives to sharing uh, this practice, who inspire me, and, you know, it's time. It's time for us to work together and collaborate together. So Sina Shalboff, you all know him from Dharma Temple, amazing person, my brother, he's going to be on the staff, myself. Steve Hazari, longtime Dharma Yoga practitioner. Um, used to You recognize him from back in the Dharma Yoga Vancouver days. You recognize him from even before that in One Yoga and Semper Viva Yoga. He's done all kinds of teacher trainings on his own. He's got a yoga school in Pemberton. Uh, he's a very dedicated person. And we've been sort of apart from each other for years. And now it's time to come back together. He's a brother. He's a great teacher. And I'm stoked to be able to work with him again. Uh, so th- me, Steve. Cena and then Patty Cito. um, I think that's how you say your name. It's spelled S Z E T O. I know her as Patty. So she'll correct me if I'm saying it wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm saying it right. Um, She studies acupuncture, martial arts, Qigong, and also is an incredible Dharma Yoga practitioner. Um, Done a lot of training with Dharma and used to come to classes back in the day, um, even pre-Dharma Yoga Vancouver. Um, So we're really excited to have her on the faculty as well to bring some of her wisdom and grace. Um, Yeah, so it's going to be amazing. So if you love Dharma yoga, if you love studying and practicing with me and you want to have a deep dive into uh, these practices and and to share them, whether you want to be a teacher or not, this training is going to be amazing. And it's going to be from June 1st to June 12th, all immersive on Salt Spring Island, on Honest Farms, on Sina's land and practicing in a dome, sleeping in a tent or a cabin. You can also stay off site and just like all day, every day, yoga in nature for 12 days. If like, if y'all have a similar experience, which I know you have to what I've gone through over the past couple of years with this whole pandemic thing, this is the reset that we need. So let's do it. Let's practice a lot. Let's do sadhana, let's be in nature. Let's, you know, really learn how we can serve people who have uh, struggled because of this pandemic. So that's the other plat, not platform. That's the other pillar that we're going to be doing. Now, number three, the third pillar, I've been talking about doing this for years. This is really for the person who wants a continuing education in yoga studies. Those of you who know me, know that I pour myself fully into the study of yoga. I study the texts, I learn to read the language, I go in pilgrimage to India, I go full on because this practice means the world to me, And that's kind of why I've been resistant to do a teacher training because I've been like, well, you know, it's like a lifelong practice. And I want people to have a deeper experience than uh, maybe like how do you do a sun salutation and teach that, which is great and wonderful. Um, I mean, when I started doing teacher trainings with Dharma, that's what I loved about it is that it was it was more in alignment. What I was learning academically about a integrated holistic yoga practice pranayams um ethics uh physical postures um scriptures devotional texts um you know like really integrated and and meeting you where you're at even if you're new and so that's why i want to continue to do these dharma yoga 200-hour teacher trainings so that you can teach this to beginners but the next part the third pillar is a school that's going to be called tatvas and this is a continuing education school And in this continuing education school, we're going to go deep. We're going to go deep into texts. We're going to go deep into uh, scriptures and texts. We're going to go deep into practices and how they fit together. Um, I'm not going to give too many details now, but I will tell you this. I have tattvas programs that are going to run when I'm home. I'm gonna do one in Vancouver, four weekends in Vancouver exploring. There's gonna be seven cycles or seven modules of this, like a, you know going to university or something. It's gonna be a full on course. And so we're gonna do the first module and I'm in Vancouver four weekends. I'm also gonna give an introduction to the first module in uh, Kelowna. And my friend Kelly Day is going to have some uh, involvement there if you know her and and uh, connect with the folks at Pranify in Kelowna. So you have that to look forward to. Also in Alberta, working alongside Erin Evans, the incredible Erin Evans. If you don't know her, she's amazing. Look her up on Instagram. Uh, we're going to do some stuff there. So we're going to get ready, folks. This Top bus thing is going to be amazing, the seven-cycle uh, program for continuing education students. This is for the people who are like, I'm in for life yoga. Let's go. Um, this is like my, what do you call it? My life's work. My, this is what it's all been leading up to. And it's coming to life. And I'm super excited about it. So all the info that you need to get signed up for this stuff are going to be at tiagaprem.com. I'll do some classes in Vancouver, in Vancouver over the summer, here and there, maybe Koo Studio. I have another friend who's got a space in the Main Street area. So we're going we're gonna to do some stuff. But it's going to be about study when I'm home. And then based on this summer, we'll decide, do I move back to Mexico or do we come down to Mexico and study together and then go back to Canada? Or maybe we all go to New York and study together, you know, with Dharma or I mean, that stuff will all will all come to light. But Tatvas is happening. Dharma yoga teacher training June 1st. to uh, June. That's not right. Dharma yoga teacher training, August. I might have said June. I want to make sure we're clear here. August first to twelfth, Dharma Yoga Teacher Training with Steve Fazari, Sina Shalbaf, Patty Zito, and Tiaga Prem. August first to twelfth on Salt Spring Island, Tiagaprem.com for info, or go to Honest Farms. I think it's HonestFarms.ca, HonestFarms.ca to sign up. If you if you you know if you're like this is too much information, you can always message me. You got a question? Message me. Um, or join the mailing list at tiagaprem.com. That's a great way to get the current info. So teacher training, August 1st to 12th. Tatvas, the program is starting now. It's going to be a full continuing education program. It is going to be epic. There's amazing people involved. If you want to get involved, hit me up. And then the last thing, inner knower recovery. We're coming back, y'all. I'm ready. Uh, I've I've processed everything. It's been a couple of years, and now it's time to... uh, for this fuller experience. So so there you have it. That's the update for season five of Revealing the Diamond. And then uh, going forward, we're going to explore Bhagavad Gita. I'm really looking forward to it. And I hope you are too. Um, if you love the show, rate it, review it, share it with your friends. I hope you enjoyed season four. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. And this is season five, season five of Revealing the Diamond. It's gonna be a great one and I'll see you all in Canada. Love you.